Curating a life of joy that is authentic, bold, and purposeful takes courage and confidence. The Joy Curator is a business brand, podcast, and lifestyle. You're listening to season six, and I'm your host, Kimberly Joy Evans, entertaining enthusiast, girl mama, and business consultant for heart-centered women, specializing in systems, time management, organization, and making it fun. Join me for happy hour as I bring you conversations with entrepreneurs, tastemakers, and extraordinary world changers who have gotten where they are through their authenticity, truth-telling, and commitment to showing up. I'm here to show you how to expand your confidence, expand your life and business as I navigate day-to-day life alongside with you, even when it's hard. No matter who you are, where you are from, or what you do for a living, my hope is that you will feel challenged to look within yourself, feel inspired, exchange your fears for courage, and know that you have a choice on how you show up. So let's curate some joy. Today on the Joy Curator Podcast, we are continuing our series on the joy of showing up even when it's hard by talking all about how to find your joy again. I'm giving you two simple challenges that have absolutely changed my life, and I want you to experience these effects in your own life. We are chatting about what joy actually looks like, ideas on how to have more joy in your life, and how to experience joy even amidst hardships. Tune in. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Joy Curator Podcast. I am so very happy that you are here today. I feel like you have selected this episode for a reason, if you are hearing this. And this week, we are chatting all about how to find joy again. This season, uh, for me personally, is always a very interesting time. Ten years ago this week, my daughter was diagnosed with cystic fibrosis. It's always a time of reflection for me. It is a time of actually physically feeling and being reminded in my body and my heart um, of what that day felt like when she was diagnosed and all of the emotions that came around that. It's reminded me of everything that has happened over the last 10 years in regards to how my world looks so different because of that one very significant moment And I feel like each year I just lean into that a little bit differently, but the common thread is that I feel it in my whole entire body. And it led me to thinking, how do hard things that happen to us, whether on a really small scale or on a really big scale, I've had to have some really hard conversations this week, personally, professionally, and you know what? I don't like hard conversations. I really don't. I am self-aware enough and have worked on stuff and continue to work on stuff enough to be very open and wanting to have the hard conversations because I know what comes of them, but I don't like them. There's a little voice in the back of my head that 
always has this idea that everything could just be perfect. Everything could just look really, really great. And just maybe we won't have to have any more hard conversations or difficult circumstances or have things pop up that frustrate us. And <laughs> oh, I, I know this not to be true, but don't you just hope and wish sometimes that that is just the way it was, that you could just get through an entire day or an entire week or an entire month, entire year of just not having difficult circumstances cross your path because then everything would just be wonderful. (laughs) I know, but here we are. And one of the things that I've learned specifically over the past 10 years and a lot over the last year is that there are just always things that need to be sorted. A friend of mine gave me that beautiful little advice recently, and I liked the word sorted. I like that there are just things that need to be sorted. And when something comes up that needs to be sorted, it doesn't have to be bad. And that's what I want to talk about today, how to find joy again amidst sorting, amidst hard conversations, amidst health diagnoses, amidst our kids being sick, amidst complicated relationships, amidst, amidst, amidst. These are always going to be present. So we can choose to just wish life away and say, nope, I can't show up because this is difficult. Or we can decide that we're going to find joy amidst the difficult and we're going to find it again. And if you are in a place today where you feel like you have been abandoned by joy and that life has just come at you in a way, whether personally, whether professionally, whether both and everything in between, And you just feel like you need to find some joy again to get back to what really makes you tick and what really is your purpose and the way you want to show up in life, then this is for you. Because that is how I have been feeling in the last while. And I really feel like I have worked so hard over the past 10 years, specifically since Cassidy was diagnosed. Listen, joy is my middle name. Joy is always a part of me and my life, and it's something that I think about often. But these last 10 years have kicked my butt. I did not know when I was heading into my 30s 10 years ago that there would be so many big and unexpected twists and turns that would derail every single piece of what I thought to be true, what my world looked like, and it rocked me. And it took me a number of years into my 30s before I was able to kind of really pick the pieces back up. And now, as I've started a new decade of my 40s this year, I feel a lot more confident about how to move forward and how to find my joy again. And I want that for you too. When we're talking about joy, what does joy actually look like? Is joy a tangible, physical thing? I believe that joy shows up in the smallest of ways and that all of those small ways combined are what lead us to feeling like joy is our lifestyle. 
Because I also believe that joy is felt simultaneously even when we're sad and even when we're hurt and even when we're frustrated and even when something really, really hard feels like it's overshadowing every single crevice of our life, joy can still be there. And that is what I want to encourage you to do today in this episode. I want you to actively search for joy. When we are in hard circumstances, it can feel like joy can't find us. So we have to make the choice of being able to find the joy. That can look like a lot of things. And I want to share with you what I personally do to find joy in my day-to-day life. Now, you know, I talk about this a lot on here. When I am meeting with clients in my professional work as a business consultant, one of the things that I do for individuals and for business owners is we really take time when we first start working together to do a intentional time audit of what your life looks like. I truly believe that we need to make time for joy. I'm going to say that again. We need to make time for joy. Joy doesn't just happen by accident. And I think that is a common misconception is like, oh, I'm just not feeling it right now. How come? Well, we need to choose it. We need to create it and we need to make it happen. And that is really, really difficult to do when we are not feeling our best selves or when we are having difficult circumstances or when we are surrounded by people who drain our energy or people who are toxic or we are just participating in activities and things and groups and other places that just are not aligned with what we want our lives to look like. That's really what it is. And The beautiful part about time is that we all have the exact same amount of hours in a day. That's the beautiful part about it. It is a common thread that nobody can dispute. It is a common thread that all of us as human beings have in common, no matter where we're from or what our life looks like. So how are we going to choose to make our time mean something in this one precious life that we're given? And it's hard to think of it that way when we are in the throes of day-to-day life and maybe you're driving your kids around to activities right now as you're listening to this, or you felt rushed as you ran out of the house in the morning, or you fell into bed at night because you just couldn't take one more step. You're just so exhausted. I feel you. I feel you, girl. But we have a choice. And there are seasons where that choice feels really difficult and seasons where it feels easier. And I think no matter what season you are in, by making one simple small choice, you are making the decision to find your joy again. So I encourage you, we've talked about this on the show a lot, I have encouraged you to do a time audit. This is where things need to begin for you. Do a little time audit. This does not need to take a lot of time to do a time audit. 
the easiest way to do this is to use a one week of what would be considered a quote unquote normal week for you filled with whatever activities are normally on your schedule, whatever your work or home life looks like, it doesn't matter, but use that as an example and keep it really simple by either using the notes app on your phone or whatever place you want to write something down or keep a piece of paper and a pen with you in your pocket, in your bag, on your counter, wherever, and literally just be mindful of writing down the things that you're doing for a week. And if you find it difficult to do that for a week, then there is one indication right there that perhaps you are not having enough time to just think and rest and be on yourself. So that's a good indication right there if you're thinking, oh my goodness, I could never do this. That would take way too much time. Just going to put that out there to notice what comes up for you. Just be aware. It's okay if you think that that feels like too much work. But just be aware, if you are feeling discontent in areas of your life, we have to create new patterns and new habits in order for us to find the joy again, because we cannot keep doing the same thing every single day and wondering why our lives don't feel different. That is a common thread that I would say every single self-help book refers to. Every single professional that talks about personal growth or business growth would talk about how we cannot keep repeating the same thing if we want to see something different. But our minds and our bodies naturally fall into that curve where we just fall back into habits that just don't serve us because it feels comfortable and because we don't really need to think about it. And The way to think about it is to create more pockets of time to have a clear mind, to think, to be by yourself, to just be listening to what's going on around you instead of just hustling and bustling from place to place. I am a recovering hustler and bustler. My life still looks like that sometimes, but I very much choose the activities that I say yes and no to every single day. And I'm getting so much better at understanding that no doesn't have to be negative and yes doesn't have to be positive. Those things are interchangeable. Every single decision we make every single day, when we say yes to something, we are saying no to something else. I think I very first heard that concept from Rachel Hollis years ago when I was reading one of her books or listening to a podcast episode, and it changed my world. I always had a very no, yes, positive, negative spin on it, and I wasn't realizing that both of those things can be positive and both of those things can be negative. It just has to align. And every single time, you say yes to something and your gut is screaming at you to say no, you need to listen. And every time you say no to something and your gut is screaming at you to say yes, you need to listen. This is the gift of taking space for ourselves in our life because we hear and listen and see things differently when we have a minute to disrupt the noise that is constantly around us. 
I'll get back to the show in just a moment, but I wanted to check in with you. How are you taking control of your schedule instead of your schedule taking control of you? Well, for me and my life and business, I use Asana. A-S-A-N-A. It is an easy-to-use online platform that helps you manage projects, tasks, and everything in between. Focus on what's important and organize it all in one place for seamless collaboration. Whether you are a team of one or 100, Asana will keep you on track and allow you to create more freedom and joy in your schedule. Click the link in the show notes for a free 30-day trial to see how Asana can elevate your business today. I've said this before, but 10 years ago, one of the things that I changed immediately after Cassidy was diagnosed is I turned all of the alerts off on my phone. The only noise that happens on my phone is if it rings, which how many of you get phone calls? I don't get a lot of phone calls. (laughs) Phone calls are not my favorite form of communication for business. I like chatting on the phone with my besties, but um, that isn't my first choice. And so I turned all of the alerts off and I keep the little red circle badges on my iPhone um, so that I know that there's something there, but it has given me so much more autonomy to not feel like my life needs to be dictated by my phone, that I get to control when I want to respond and how I need to react and what's going on. And it gives me the space to do that. For me, that was a game changer. So if there are little ways that you can remove the noise in order to increase the joy, that is what I want you to do today. Now, I wrote a blog post a while back on um, my KimberlyJoyEvans.com blog and It is the blog that continues to get the most views on it, even though I wrote it a while ago. And it was simply titled 50 Things That Bring Me Joy. And the research that I did for this blog was me literally thinking and sitting down and writing out 50 things that brought me joy. And I had this sitting on my list of things to do for a long time because I couldn't come up with 50 and I wanted them to be really specific. I was specifically picking things that were quite simple. I wasn't wanting to think in broad terms necessarily just going on a vacation. I was wanting to think day to day. If I needed a at a glance thing to look at to tell myself, what can I do today to bring more joy into my life? I want this list to be prominent and front and center. I think I'm actually going to print it out and put it up as art on my wall, but I haven't done that yet. I want to, when I am not feeling good, I want the process of being able to find joy to be as simple as possible. My brain is not going to be thinking of 50 amazing ways to simply find joy when I'm in the throes of a difficult conversation or when I'm in the throes of frustration, or when something hard has happened and I just can't get my brain out of a funk, that is not the time to be thinking up 50 things that bring me joy. But when I am feeling joyful and when I can be in a good headspace of reflecting on the things that have made me feel like there is more joy, 
in hard times and in good times, that's the time to be making that list. So there's your second challenge. Challenge number one was to do a bit of a time audit for one week and just write down everything that you do. And I'm talking everything. Did you have to go pick up a prescription? Did you order your groceries? Did you drive your kids to 15 activities? Did you spend time having coffee with a friend? Did you have a doctor's appointment? Did you wash your bedding? All of it. Write it down. It's going to be horrifying. You're going to need a really long piece of paper. Um, Mine was like a large 11 by 17 size legal paper, double-sided, written in tiny handwriting. It was ridiculous, super eye-opening. But I want you for your second challenge to create a list of 50 things that bring you joy. You can go over to KimberlyJoyEvans.com and look at the blog. I'll link it here in the show notes so that you can just click right through and you can use these things as your inspiration for your list of 50. But get yourself to come up with 50 because 50 things actually isn't that hard. We should be able to find 50 things that bring us joy. So I'm going to give you a little bit of insight to a few of the things that are on this list so that you right now as you're listening can just percolate on the feeling that you get as I list these off to feel if this is something that might bring you joy as well. Drinking a hot cup of coffee writing in my journal, watching a movie, going for brunch, entertaining at home, going out for lunch, happy hour, creating new cocktail recipes, going for a massage, climbing into bed at night and getting ready to go to sleep with fresh, clean sheets, laying in the sun, you know that about me, That is like my happiest place on earth. Laughing out loud at a funny memory. Eating charcuterie, the actual direct link to my heart is charcuterie and chocolate. Having time to decide what I feel like doing. What? We get to decide what we want to do and how we want our day to look like? Going for a walk preferably on the beach, eating a sweet treat, browsing in a book or paper stationery store, watching reality TV, aka The Bachelor. This is like my therapy. Shows that just allow my brain to turn off. Mm, So good. Getting rid of things that I no longer need. Getting my nails done. Just the preparation and dreaming of a trip or holiday, going out for dinner, having a soak in my hot tub, seeing my girls walk through the door when they come home from school and knowing that I get to be present with them and chat about their day, having home spa treatments with my girls, singing in the car at the top of my lungs while driving, Cooking in the kitchen without having to rush. Looking at the tropical plants that I have in my office. Chatting with my business clients and dreaming up ideas for their business. Swimming laps with my daughter. 
walking and talking on the phone with my bestie, creating a list and checking it off. Isn't that so satisfying? Opening up my pantry and having it being filled with snacks that I love. Receiving actual letters in the mail from friends, cards. When you have a really good makeup day, good hair day. Walking through home decor stores, even if I'm not buying anything. Biting into a warm peanut butter cookie. The list goes on and on. You can see all of the rest of the things on my list. But seriously, these are what I'm talking about. These are the simple things that when we add more simple things into our lives, we will notice joy surrounding every single crevice. That's just the way it works. And if you don't believe me, you can try this for yourself. Take these two challenges this week and... If you are sitting in a place of really, really hard feelings, which is how I'm feeling this week, this, this stuff, this diagnosis, this reality of something that I never wanted to have happen to my child is something that I continue to process every single day and I don't do it on my own. I get the support and the professional help that I need in order to move through this. So if you are experiencing something beyond just feeling like you are in a day-to-day funk, I really, really encourage you to invest in professional help if you are able. But these simple acts of joy and ways to find joy again are going to be a game changer as you go through your own day-to-day life, as you raise your kids and they see you doing this. What a powerful thing for them to learn, to understand how to get through hard things and how to create simplicity in joy. Kids are so much better at this than adults are. And at some point we get to a certain place where I think you're encouraged as a child to do fun things. You're encouraged as a child to think about what makes you happy. And at some point when you stop doing that, Day to day, as we get older, the practice just stops. And I think we need to bring that back in. And that lights me up when I see my clients in their personal lives and in their professional lives have that light bulb turn on where they can figure out how to continue to find joy in the day to day life and truly experience and feel it. Oh, that's on my joy list. So I would love to hear how your time audit and how your list of 50 things that bring you joy comes along. You can connect with me online. You can send me an email, a DM. You can share this episode in your social stories about what things are bringing you joy and tag the Joy Curator podcast. And I just encourage you to take this as a challenge that you were supposed to hear today You are here for a reason, and I am so very grateful that you were a part of this conversation with me today. Thanks so much for tuning in. Join the party by clicking through to KimberlyJoyEvans.com. It would mean the world to me if you would take time to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts and listen on whatever platform you choose. 
Reviews are occasionally selected to be read on the show. If you enjoy an episode and want to continue the conversation, I would love to see a screenshot of the episode on your Instagram stories and tag Joy Curator Podcast. I'm so grateful that you tuned in today. Thank you so much for being a part of the Joy Curator Podcast family. There's always a seat at the table for you here.